Last weekend, I went down to Nagano, which is in the countryside, with a friend of mine. And we went to an art exhibit where a bunch of her brother's paintings were on display. It was a pretty prominent art museum, and her brother had the entire bottom floor to himself. There were about 100 works on, on display. Now, the twist here, which wasn't really a twist to me, because I've met her brother a couple of times before and have gone to multiple of his exhibits. But the twist for most of the people attending the exhibition is that her brother is 12 and he has Down syndrome. Um, but when they advertise exhibition, they don't include these details. They show his art. They show his kind of, I would say, mantra. <laughs> Um, in Japanese and in English, but there's no indication that he has a disability or that he's 12 years old. So when people show up, so, I mean, unless they've seen him on the news, they're rather surprised. They don't come for his backstory. They come because his art is pretty amazing. It was probably the most fun I've ever had in an art exhibit. They're, his paintings are just very aesthetically pleasing. The colors are really vibrant and the representations, are, though, although they aren't literal, are recognizable and full of emotion. He has paintings that are of rain or of snow and they are clearly connoting these things and the feeling of these things comes through very strong even if the forms aren't literally those items. And I loved it. And it made me realize why I generally don't like art exhibits or really the fine arts in general. And this is because art has rules or at least the art that shows up in most art museums has rules. Those rules are secret, but they're there. When you go to any art museum, there are placards that explain usually why this piece has earned its place in the museum. Why is it valuable or significant? And I can never predict what goes on these placards. A still life that is extremely realistic might be trash if it was drawn 30 years ago, but worth millions if it was drawn 300 years ago. You could put a urinal in the MoMA and that's called art. You can put a canvas with a single black dot on it in the MoMA and that's also called art. I can't predict what is good or bad art because the rules aren't clear, although they are still there. There is still a concept of good and bad art that is independent of aesthetics, independent of what I as the viewer or other viewers might enjoy about the art. And this makes me stressed. Even just looking at art and trying to guess what art is good or bad makes me stressed. But this also makes me stressed when I try to create art. I actually like rules. Rules are interesting. They create constraints that lead to creativity. I like rules when I play board games. When you're playing a board game, you try to exploit the rules to get the most points possible. And that's fun. That's what makes board games fun. The more complex the rules are, the more interesting it generally is. But a board game with unclear rules would be terrible. Imagine a game where your score randomly went up and down throughout the game until at the end you lost. 
you'd be pretty stressed. You wouldn't probably play that game again. And that's how I also felt about swing dancing when I used to do it. I loved swing dancing at first because of the freedom it had. It was so physically enjoyable just to move my body in whatever way I wanted, especially with another person. But as I got better at it, as I spent more time doing it, I began to realize that there was good and bad dancers and that judgment came from your partner. Um, and your partner wasn't going to hand you a rule book before each dance. So really there were rules about what made a good or bad dance, but they weren't clear. And so I started getting stressed out by that, knowing that I was judged, but having no way to know how to improve or no easy way to know how to improve. And I know there are solutions to this, like getting a partner that you can practice with every day, but I didn't have that. And so swing dancing started getting stressful, which is why I switched to ballet, which is like the opposite. Ballet has a defined set of moves and every move has rules telling you exactly what makes a certain move good or bad. This is great for me. Um, but I think it's also pretty stressful for most people or anybody to be in a situation where there's secret rules. Take, for example, Singapore and China. China is, for a lot of people, a very scary place to live because the rules there are secret. Singapore, on the other hand, is generally, for most people, not at least not a scary place to live. Perhaps it is sometimes boring, but not scary. But Singapore actually has much more strict rules and punishments than China. In Singapore, you get the death sentence for possession of drugs. But they tell you this when you board a plane. In China, you can find drugs pretty easily. You can, um, you can, <laughs> you can do most of the legal things you do in other countries. But the laws and the punishment for those laws are very open to interpretation. So for instance, in Hong Kong right now with the new security law that was passed a half a year ago, you can be sent to life in prison or any sentence ranging from you know, one year to life in prison for any act related to terrorism, secession, collusion, or subversion. And what that means is up to the interpretation of the government. Right now, when there's a protest going on, if the police officers feel like it's crossed the line into subversion, terrorism, collusion, then they just raise a red flag, which means now any arrest made would be, can be tried in China and you can end up in a Chinese prison for life for doing whatever it happens to be that you're doing at that moment. This is scary. Of course, there are similar rules in Singapore. You can't protest out of certain areas in Singapore. But it's very clear where you cannot, where you can protest. It's very clear what's defined as a protest and what you can be arrested for and what the punishments will be. So anyway, I think that secret rules create stress for me and I think probably for a lot of people. And art doesn't thrive in stress, I'd say. So I imagine that most artists, like my friend's brother, probably just learn to ignore the rules or perhaps they were never aware of them at all. And that's probably why they're much better at making art than I am. So anyway, what do you think? Do you feel like secret rules stress you out?